0: Hi, I'm Carrie Butler, and you're listening to the Broadway Podcast Network. I have a special offer for my listeners. You can get my new course at keributlercoach.com slash Broadway Podcast.
1: This podcast is sponsored by Ramp. Are you the decision maker in your company? Consider this. For the first time in decades, there's a better option for a corporate card and spend management platform. Meet Ramp, the only corporate card and spend management system designed to help you spend less money so you can make more. And now, get $250 when you join Ramp for free. Just go to ramp.com slash easy. Ramp.com slash easy. R-A-M-P slash easy. Cards issued by Sutton Bank and Celtic Bank members of DIC. Terms and conditions apply. Once I played
0: a penny who just couldn't stop the beat. Yes, with roller skates on her feet. A ghost who's recently deceased. A real cool mom. Musical version of Tina Fey. Tina Fey. Now come with me and fly. Fly. I am your host, Miss Carrie Butler. Um, my friend, Sierra Boggess, um, you know where I like to consider you, I don't know if this is wrong, but as uh, Andrew Ledweber's muse. Okay. <laughs> Am I wrong? Am I no, wrong? No, that's fine, that's fine. <laughs> she has done School of Rock, Phantom, Love Never Dies, and my all-time favorite show, which I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little jealous. She played Ariel in The Little Mermaid. Um, so so tell us, how did you get your start in the business? Did you always dream of being an actress?
2: No. Oh. Um, the answer is no. I have, I wanted to be an ice skater more than anything in the whole world because I'm from Denver, Colorado. Woo. No, everyone's not from Denver. Um, <laughs> never mind. Um, so that's what I wanted to do. And. Um it was a it's a really expensive sport and we didn't have any money. And so as you kept progressing, like in the competitions, it cost more and more money, and eventually it was just like we just we couldn't afford it. Mm-hmm. So I was about 14 years old when I stopped. I've been skating since I was four. Wow. That's all I wanted to be Nancy Kerrigan. Like oh. what? Because that was like that was my time.
0: Wasn't she the one who hurt the person? No hurt. Okay, she okay. hurt
2: my girl. Okay. <laughs> but then you watch that movie and you're like, that's oh. Right. Oh <laughs> <laughs> um, so. But so you were really good. I guess so. Wow. I mean, I it was just I just love and I loved the I realized all this later. I loved the discipline of it. And basically, and I'm not a sports girl, but that is a sport. Yeah. But when I reflect back, it's like the sport of that and the sport of what we do, because it is a oh, sport. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know that. Mm-hmm. And It's the same type of, you have to have the same type of discipline and drive and willingness to work and you want to be consistent at something so that you can, you like what she did just now, you guys like singing all that is like the most incredible, like that's a sport. Do you know what I mean? Everybody's nodding right now. I know we're not like filming this. So just for everybody (laughs) listening, everyone's nodding because you can, you know that you've worked and worked and worked that you can consistently, I can sit here and be belting some D's for you at, you know, 1230 in the morning and that's the same with I guess what I was doing like as a kid and and ice skating and practicing and practicing so once I stopped I don't know why but it's like I just fell into like acting and we had like an acting class at my middle school I don't know why um it's so random um and I was like oh I'm obsessed with this and And you weren't even singing then I, w- I was always singing, but uh-huh. singing in my house, like singing with my sisters. Uh-huh. Um, and it was always musical. I played the flute. So I was like, oh, I was in band. Uh-huh. And I was like, and I was in marching band. <laughs> <laughs> yes! Um, and so I was always musical, but I thought that everyone could sing like the way I sang. I didn't think it was a thing. Uh-huh. I just always sang. Um, and so then, I don't know, it, I think from competing in ice skating, you're performing in front of people, and I was never afraid of the performing aspect, oh. and I loved it. So I don't know, it's from that that I became, and I'm. And in Colorado, I, I didn't know what Broadway was. It wasn't a thing. Oh my god. So it's like, I, I just was like my biggest dream. <laughs> I feel like you guys are gonna understand this. My biggest dream was to be like a singing waiter At the at like the local um like non-equity um dinner theater, which is now closed, it was called the Country Dinner Playhouse. But that's what where I would see my shows, and I was like, I didn't even want to be on the the like, I didn't want to be one of the actors in the show. I wanted to be the like warm up act. I wanted to be like the people who like served you your food and sang for you. Like, did you do high school plays? I did high school plays. Okay. Yes. So and that was my teacher Nancy Priest. Um, she she taught at this school and it was an inner city high school in Denver, Colorado. We had no money whatsoever but we put on four shows a year and it was because of her that I was like I love this. And do you know what I loved is the community aspect yes. of it. Yes. You know. Yeah. It's the team. It's yes. the like. Family. It's the family. And I feel like everybody responds to that here because we're all like the weirdo kid that <laughs> for some reason is like, oh, hey, bunch of other weirdos that are in drama class. And then you're like, you're that's it. You're like, oh, I guess I'm not weird.
0: Did you know after high school that that's what you wanted to do then?
2: Yes. I knew during high school, um, my sophomore year, my teacher took us to New York, and that was my first time in oh, New York. your
0: first Broadway show? My first
2: Broadway show was Chicago. Oh. And I was like, if, I'm, if I was in Chicago, then I've made it. Like, that's what I thought, <laughs> you know? And then cut to my first audition for Hal Prince for *Fountain um, of the Opera. <laughs> we'll take a second for that. <laughs> Was on the stage, Hal used to audition everybody on Broadway stages, which is like the smartest thing in the yes. whole world instead of like a tiny we audition room with used to do that all lighting. the time. You're too young, but I used to do that all, all the time. time. And it's but so much you better. you know why you don't do it? What? It's union. expensive. No, union. Oh. Falls.
0: Yes, because you'd have to pay for a crew person now to, to be there or something like that. Dang.
2: <laughs> because it's so, it feels better. Well, it, it's, it's what it, it makes should sense. be. Yeah. Yes. That's
0: how the, the audience is going to see it. Yes. So it makes so much sense. And you, yeah, it's so
2: hard to um, project in a tiny little room when you're yes. auditioning for people. Yes. You perform better. Yes. You're like, this is what I actually do. Mm-hmm. But my, so my actual Broadway debut was my audition for Hal on the stage of the Ambassador Theater where Chicago plays. Oh my gosh. What the heck? Oh God. And that's where the first show you got? Was Phantom in Vegas.
0: So you auditioned on Broadway for Vegas? Yes.
2: Oh that's so exciting. (laughs) That's what you do. You audition on Broadway for Vegas. And you did go to
0: college because people are always asking whether they think you should go to college. Did you go to college for
2: I went to theater? college for musical theater um, at Milliken University in Decatur, Illinois, soybean capital of the world. <laughs> um, it was It's a very small school. It's in the middle of nowhere. I mean, Decatur is literally the middle of nowhere. And I couldn't have loved it more because all I did then was focus on what I was there to do. Yes. I was that kid. I was in the practice room all the time. I was always in the dance studio. I was always, always, always working because there was... Literally nothing else to do. Yeah, <laughs> so
0: it's really the only time you can get um, a chance to just immerse yourself in that way and play parts you'll never get a chance oh, to yeah. play. yeah, yes, and find um, f- find
2: your gifts. Yes, really. Oh yeah, you're, you're
0: being asked to stretch in ways that you wouldn't do if you just came to New York.
2: Yes, and you're not distracted by. I mean, like, and to be honest, I mean, I auditioned for big schools too because at 18, 17 years old, I was like, I, I just got to do blah, 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 whatever it is. But I'm so glad that I didn't get those schools.
0: Listen to that, everyone. Yeah. everyone. She didn't get the schools that she wanted to get, and she still got made it on Broadway. Because, you know, people get so yeah.
2: depressed when they don't get into the school they want. Oh, yes. And I talk about this all the time. And one of them was CCM. And uh-huh. I just recently did like a master class panel with a bunch of seniors from CCM. And I started, and they're all nervous, you know, to meet me and stuff. And I was like, I'm just going to start by saying I did didn't get into the school that all y'all just <laughs> went to. So you're already like leaps and bounds. <laughs> But I was too intimidated. At 17, and, you know, people think this all the time about performers, don't they? That we're so outgoing and we're just, like, all extroverts and stuff. And I am an extrovert, but I'm, like, an introverted extrovert. Yes. Me too. That's why we I have to put it on. Yes, ma'am. But then I need my downtime. I do too. And I was so intimidated when I was a kid. I was so... I never thought... And even throughout even now uh-huh. even now you check yourself of like when are they going to find out I have no idea what I'm doing
0: because <laughs> you know I get nervous at the stage door bro, I'm that's like our they're third judging act. me because all I'm saying is thank you yes. I can't think of anything else to say right now <laughs> it's oh, like yeah. they're nervous to
2: meet me and I am nervous an autograph. <laughs> yeah because aren't you still the kid that yes. is the one waiting for the autographs yes. and I have all these yes. pictures of people where I waited at stage door and I was and the pictures are of someone else taking a picture of me, just like standing there, like, <laughs> 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 like I wasn't even like, may I have your autograph? I was, I just stood there, yeah. like I was the one who stood there. You were too afraid to. I say I have anything. so many pictures. I should do like a thing on Insta about it. <laughs> That's funny.
0: <laughs> so our show is about for young people trying to make it on Broadway, and um, you know we like to keep it real. Yeah, and it's very difficult. I mean almost impossible to constantly be in a Broadway show on Broadway if you're going to have a career. It is possible to have a career as a working actress. Yes. And so we have to fill, we have to branch out as much as we can. So today's topic is about concert work. And you do a lot of concert work. Yes. Did you do it before you were sierra Bagas or after after
2: i did it after but i talked to a lot of people who haven't made their broadway debuts yet or are like there's something inside of me that i want to sing about but i'm afraid to do it because they think that they can't if they don't have a name attached to them and that's a whole that's a whole separate thing and to that i say you must do it because the truth is it's exactly what you're saying that's um, it's no, you can't consistently be in a Broadway show, or you can, but that's a it's, thing. I mean, you gotta it's very unless you're in a show that runs like twelve
0: years. That's you know right. What I mean, it's, yes, it's it's not. It's just it's very, unlikely. It's very unlikely. It's that very unlikely. Very unlikely. You would be crazy lucky to have consistent career every single year i mean i've gone like five years without being on broadway yeah i'm sure you've had breaks too yes oh
2: i'm in a break yeah i can't i can't get on broadway <laughs> carrie butler i can't get on broadway um, but i'm doing yes but um when i first got asked to do my solo show my own solo show it was when i was doing phantom on broadway and it what's crazy what happens to you is you go back to that place of what we were just talking about which is oh my god like Nobody is going to want to see this. I'm being asked to play myself. Do you know what I mean? I'm being, as opposed to, we're trained to play characters. All my training is in all that stuff. So I know how to do that. And I know that the audience loves me when I'm on stage doing a character, you know, that they love and know. So now I'm being asked to be myself authentically. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, oh God, um, no one wants to see that. (laughs) So I had a whole come to Jesus about it because I was like, <laughs> what am I going to do and all this? And and um, what I realized is I can't. I, Sierra, in my legit authenticity of self and in my meditative state of like, who am I and what do I want to talk about? I can't get up here and be like... First, I did this, and now here's the song. And this song is from 1960. Like, that's not Sierra. I wouldn't, I don't know what that is. So I got very clear on what I wanted my message to be about. And one of my favorite things and like a mantra before I go on is get off yourself and get on the other, mm. which is how can I serve as opposed to what can I get? So once I came at it from a place of how may I serve, what do, what do you guys need to hear as opposed to what do I need out of this? And it's just this mindset shift. Do you, do you know, am I speaking your language? Okay. Um, and so once I did that, I wrote down the list of songs that I know people expect from me. So they're going to want Mermaid. They're going to want Phantom. They're going to want a lot of Andrew Lloyd (laughs) Webber. And so from that, I look at this list and I come up with, oh, how does this message... Of actually, the messages we're not what we do, and we're not what we have, and we're not what other people think of us. Wayne Dyer. It's like yes, and so it's like this is, by the way, why we bonded, Carrie Butler. duh. Um, We knew, like when we (laughs) met, we were like, oh my sis, Uh that that's it, Mm -hmm. because we speak the same language. You know this, like it's it's more than just like here's my resume, Um, and so once I got clear on that, then I it became. Addicting to do my own concert wow. to be myself on stage and I couldn't get enough of like, oh, this is so this is heaven. Like just getting to stand up here, sing, sing the songs that you want to hear, and and help you like here's a message, here's some maybe inspiration or something. Yeah. So now it's my favorite like day job. Wow. <laughs> yeah.
1: Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring.
0: A laundry? Oh, a book club. Computer solitaire,
1: huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win?
0: Because um, I was reading a Mr. Rogers book and, you know, his quote is to be a helper. Mm. And so this is the question that I get asked all the time on my Instagram. um, How do I make it in the business? And so many people are so like they have no idea because they're like you have. And it's you really have to come here with knowledge. Yes. And the more knowledge you have. So um, that's why I started this. That's amazing. Now. What do you think? I think people just starting out can do concerts. Yes. There's 54 Below, there's Don't Tell Mama, and oh, there's, a, there's places all over. You could all do it over. Where, wherever you live. Yeah. Just do a cabaret. Yep. And you never know what could happen yes. from doing that.
2: Yes. And I think um, for people just starting out who maybe don't have connections of like, oh, but no one like important. Will come. That's that's all relative. That's not the most important thing. What is important is you. For some reason, you have this message inside you. You have this reason story, that you want to sing. Yeah, you have a, a story. Of your life story, like something that happened. To and you. just get in front of people and sing that, and tell that, and practice that because the, that applies to every aspect of your life. And if you're on purpose, and if that's part of if that's part of the way that your purpose gets out there and that you feel alive then you've got to do it and it doesn't matter who's there Yes, it doesn't matter and i'm sorry but rent a practice room and do your own concert for yourself you know what and the amount of times i used to do concerts in front of my stuffed animals and i'm talking about as an adult it's like you know and that gets me nervous enough it's like their little like beady eyes watching me judging me because they've loved me since i'm a kid and i don't want to let them down i love you (laughs) And they're like, we didn't buy a ticket, so you better be good, you know what I mean? It's like, we slept in your bed, you better be good.
0: And every time you do it, you just keep getting better, whether it's five people or 150 people. Yes, that's it. Um, Do you know how people can get a start in doing concert work? Because there's all different kinds of concert work too. Yeah. Um, you have an agent that,
2: that I have you. an agent now, but I didn't at first. Um, really? I, I mean, I had an agent, but right, now but I have not a concert, concert agent. Yeah. What is that? Um, and she's... So her job is she, she literally knows everything about venue, concert venues, places that do this, and bring people like us in. And you have to... They look at, like your website and like all these things that you have to do. Um, But she knows like how to negotiate all that stuff and Uh all these things. So that's fancy. Right. But I've only just um, started doing that. The first concert that I did was, it's just word of mouth. It's people, people, I guess by you doing your work authentically on stage, Mm -hmm. people are like, oh, I think that, I'd want to know like more about that or people would want to like listen to that or something. So, I guess for people just starting out, it it's everything that we're saying. You just you just get up and you sing wherever it is and also I believe in saying yes to almost everything. Me too. Yes. And and then you can then you can decide that's like oh no, maybe not this like, you know, later, mm-hmm. but at the start of when I graduated, I said yes to everything and it didn't matter if they were paying me That's no right. dollars or a hundred dollars or whatever. I just, you just show up. Yeah. I think. Yep. Um, something that happened to me, I think this applies now. Tell me if I'm going off track, yeah. but in 2017, for some reason, 2017 was like this really difficult year. And if you reflect on it, maybe it was for you as well, but I was just having a crazy year personally, professionally, it was like, I just couldn't get, couldn't. It couldn't land anything. Everything was going wrong. And I literally woke up one day and I was so deeply sad. And I knew something was wrong because I don't wake up deeply sad usually. But I was like, what's the point? And I literally Googled like, what's the point of this life? Like, what's the, do you know what I mean? Like those days where you're just like, I don't get it. Like, what's the joke? Like, what am I supposed to be doing? And I and I found this um, this TED talk, and I can never remember this guy's name, but he said, "Find your life's purpose." in five questions, Dang. and he went down, and you answer these five questions, and the first question is who you are, and it's just your name, so the first question, who are you, Sierra? The second question, what do you do? And I'm like, I, I act and sing. Number three, who do you do it for? I said, the audience, which was weird. I was like, maybe it should be myself, but it was actually the audience, let's be honest. Um, and number four, what do those people need? I said, they need release, mm. um, I and then uh, number five, and by you doing what you do, what happens? happens to those people and I said they feel better and he said the answer to your to your question of what's your life purpose is the answer to number five so what do you do for a living Sierra I help people feel better wow. isn't that amazing yes. and I take the time to say this because I feel like it's the answer of like how do you get started get in touch with your purpose and notice that that the answer isn't the only out of those five questions there's only two about yourself your name and what you do. The rest is about the other, get off yourself. So it all, and I was like, oh my God, I was like losing my mind. It's like, as long as I'm on purpose, so that's whether I'm on stage in a show, whether I'm concerting, whether I'm doing this, it's all under the purpose of, Mm. I want people to feel better. So instead of answering the question of what do you do when you've just graduated and you're trying to get your start, Even if you're working at Trader Joe's as your day job, if your purpose is to help people feel better, you better make sure that you're on purpose while you're at Trader Joe's. That's right. Do you know what I mean? Yes, 100%. So all of this is... If you if you're on purpose and you're just then you're doing exactly what you're there to do and you don't get so sad that you're not on stage like when you want to yes. be. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes,
0: because your identity is so wrapped up in yes. what Man. show you're yes. doing, yes. and so many actors get depressed about that. Yes. And it just it just ain't so. Yeah. And I sometimes think my purpose is what I do backstage. Yes. Because Speak so many that. so many people that do this they bring so much joy to people but they're filled with darkness mm. and very depressed true. yep and so I I play with people backstage and just try and be a light for people yep. backstage. Yep. And I've often thought maybe that's why I'm here. You know, yes, what I'm doing on stage is important, but also what I'm doing backstage is important. No
2: question, because you know, and I always say too, there's a difference between being a star and be- between being a leading lady or a leading man, <laughs> and you're a leading lady. You're like leading. Like think about like a star in in like the physical starness of it, in order for it to shine so bright, everything else has to be dark around it. So you know that you can be like a star, the star on stage, but you didn't see anybody else. There wasn't a team. Whereas a true leading lady, a leading man is bringing everybody. You're checking in. You're making sure that everybody's on the team with you and that we're all doing this together, though you're the one that's, you know, that might be the title of the show or whatever it is. Mm -hmm. And that's what's up. Like you're, that's I'm why you're a leading chills. lady. So and it's like, that's that's more interesting, I think, uh-huh. you know, because it is a team. And, like, that's how we started talking about this is, is the team effort and the community aspect and all that kind of stuff.
0: What has helped you stay so positive in those dark times? Brene Brown. Oh,
2: yes. <laughs> <laughs> if y'all don't know who Brene Brown is, I'm telling you right now. <laughs> People like that. So uh, things that help me stay positive. I re- Brene Brown is an, she's an author, but she's like a, she's the a vulnerability researcher. Or what I, I mean, it's just like the craziest, like coolest job in the whole world. And um, I found her language. I found Wayne Dyer's language. Um, all these different people that's just like, that have much more wisdom than I do. And I'm very visual. So reading um, their words or just listening to them like for free on YouTube, you know, like uh-huh. conferences or whatever, um, my community, my people. I can't do this alone. I I cannot, and I wouldn't want to. So it's it's the people that I surround myself with, making sure that I have time with my friends, where you get out of your head and and talk to them. Um, meditation and yoga. I'm the big like. I yes. can't do anything without a yoga situation <laughs> um, and meditating. Um, nature cause I'm yes. from Colorado. So if ever I can't get myself in the place I need to be, I get out in nature. I get into central park or, you know, in New York it's in, the, or, or to, to the river, whatever it is. Cause I feel like all our answers are in nature. So mm-hmm. those things that help keep me centered and clear or, or we're just listening to some Barbara Streisand.
0: <laughs> I am the same. <laughs> I have all the same things, except what about Oprah Super Soul Podcast? Oh, girl.
2: <laughs> Super Soul <laughs> yes! Sunday. Yes! That's how, if, if there's anybody that's like, oh my God, that's what it is. And that's, that's my like ultimate dream, is I just want to sit down on oh. Super Soul Sunday. <laughs> Let's make that happen. Yes. Let's Okay, and so now it.
0: you also have your cards. Oh, yeah. Light lessons. Light lessons.
2: Um, which Talk is something that. that I, to help me when I was on stage, I used to, like, pull a word and focus on that word, and, and that would be the thing, because as you know, doing eight shows a week, you can come in, and you have all this life stuff going on, and you just need to get focused, and to... Uh, to shift down to maybe one thing um, that you can focus on while you're on stage and so um, I developed this thing called Light Lessons and you pull one card there's 20 different words or phrases in there and it's the word that you focus on if you're in a show for your show or in life I pull one um, like today I pulled one strangely it was listen but I'm talking so much but I'm listening no you're listening but you're listening Um, and uh, so yeah and you can buy them on my website SierraBogas.com
0: and we are gonna talk about um, the concerts more because there are ways for people without a name to do this whole concert um, circuit. Uh, we both haven't done it, but I'm gonna have somebody on to talk about that. And But what are some of the skills that you think um, People need to do concerts, like the symphony kinds of concerts. You have to learn the music super fast, right?
2: You do, but I I also—I mean—I'm such a person that's like I gotta be in the work, so I'm always learning music, and I'm—I'm also like trying to get ahead of the game of like um, what songs would people expect me to sing or want like. Recently I just got asked to do a symphony concert that's like all Andrew Lloyd Webber. Well, I've been, I'm like, oh, fine. And I'm like, oh God, I haven't sung like anything outside of what I've been doing for Andrew in so long that I need to start learning those songs. So you do have time. And a lot of times I will say this for Those of you who do get into symphony work, they actually book so far in advance, more than Broadway. You know, our schedules change in like a second. But we tend to, with symphony concerts, I booked things that aren't until 2021 or sometimes 2022. Because they, with their symphony season, they want to get that in the program and stuff. So you actually have more time unless you're replacing someone real quick. Okay. So I guess the answer is... Just be learning music all the time. Because if that's what you're doing anyways, like, don't you want to just sing everything?
0: <laughs> I do. Is there anything that you wish you knew when you started that you know now?
2: Um. Y- yes, everything. <laughs> <laughs> I wish that I knew that... Um, I wish I had known earlier that who I am is enough. Mm. And coming from that place... Um that's why my war cry is to everybody you are enough and if you're coming from that place instead of trying to um trying to fit in what you think that other people are expecting and one of my new favorite things to say to everybody who is trying who's just starting out is you have a superpower that you don't even realize that you and i don't have which is nobody has an expectation of you so you get to tell us, the world, who you are, whereas people have, have expectation of yes, us now. Yes. And so you have this superpower and it's like Super Mario. <laughs> like you get it once. You get that like flying thing once. Does anyone play Super Mario anymore? <laughs> I used to love Super Mario. Um, and you get it like once. You get that like free like fly thing once, and then you can use it once. And then once you've used it, everybody knows who you are and they decide. But so know that. That's like Okay, so I'm enough, and I go in the room, and people don't expect. Therefore, you can't do your worst, and you also can't do your best because no one knows what that is. So you don't have to. You don't have to feel like um, you can. You can feel like I got something. I got this, like this awesome armor that I take in with me. Nobody expects anything of me yet because I haven't got to tell you who I am. I think that's cool, right?
0: I don't yes. Know. Yes. Um, tell everybody all of your I love your Instagram, just like you're here, Sierra She's so beautiful on the inside and outside. So you should follow her on all of the social media because yes. you know, you want you
2: don't want to be following people who make you feel bad. That's correct. (laughs) I say this, this is my homework assignment. I give whenever I teach my homework assignment to everybody is cleanse your feed. And what it is, is you go through your feed because just as you have as much, you have control over what you put out there. You also have control of what you take in. So cleanse your feed, go through and anything that you're following that doesn't bring you joy or inform you, unfollow it because you won't always be joyful by the things that inform you cuz the news isn't always joyful but you want to stay informed but if everything else isn't bringing you joy then why are you following it and that so bring in just like as what we eat what yes. we bring into our bodies, it helps us. If we're eating clean, if we're not eating dead things, then we don't feel dead. You know, mm. we feel alive and we feel like we can give our best stuff. And that's the same with we all roll over and we look at that phone and we yes. scroll through that Insta. And if there's anything that's like, oh, I just can't, then you got to unfollow it. Just unfollow it. So tell everybody be
0: all of your handles. I
2: think it's... Oh, we're going to put them on our website, just, too. But. Yeah. It's mostly Sierra Boggess, but I think I'm official Sierra Boggess or something on Instagram because somebody was, like, pretending to be me, so I had to put the official. It's so mm-hmm. sad. Um, I hate that, though. Um, and then my website, sierraboggess.com.
0: Thank you so much Thank for you. being with us. What, what a love joy. You. Love this you. This was such
2: a treat. Thank you. Love you.
0: For listening to Breaking Broadway, produced by Broadway Podcast Network. Opening song by Erin Accurso and Joey Mazzarino. If you like this podcast and want to hear more, please like, leave a comment, or share with your friends. See you next time for more insider tips to making it on Broadway.
2: Together you and I are breaking Broadway!